Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, let's dive right into today's episode. I'm going to be giving you my five key strategies to help you take your dream to done. A lot of times we know what we want to do. Like, I want to lose weight. I want to start a business. I want to read my Bible every day. I want to get eight hours of sleep. Like, you know what you want, ideally. And you know, okay, well, I just got to break this down into habits and turn these habits, these ideal habits into my real life. And I get the question a lot, well, why do I keep failing? Why can't I follow through with the habits I want to create? Why can't I read my Bible every day? Why do I keep messing up? Why do I feel so off track? I don't even know where the track is anymore. I'm so off track. And so I want to help you. These five strategies are really going to help you succeed. And you could also relabel this episode, the five reasons your plans keep failing. And maybe some of these are going to be a blind spot that I can help you realize. And with that education, you will have power over your blind spots. Because here's the thing, we've all had a dream and then we've all had a failed dream, right? There was a lot of detours in life. We've all gone through 2020 and have felt these detours in our life. So that's okay. You know, sometimes we have a dream and the dream doesn't go as planned. We we craft all these great strategies or timelines and they get messed up. Or we get caught up in life and that dream just goes on the back burner or we give up. And today I want to help you get back on track and focus on a key habit you want to do. So before I dive into the five strategies, I want you to sit and really think intentionally about a dream or an intention for this episode. So what is a habit you want to cultivate this year or this month or this week? Think about it. Like what dream do you want to get started on or what habit is really kind of knocking at your heart? What is it? Maybe write it down if you're in front of um, a journal and a notepad or your planner. Write it down. What is the intention you want to use this episode on? Because this can work on all things in your life, but I really want you to focus on one. Maybe it's, I want to get a good night's rest this week. I want to be rested. Or I want to read my Bible every day. Or I want to start that business. I want to go to the gym. I want to stick to a budget. Pick one. Let's just pick one for this episode for you. So hopefully you have one. If not, think, maybe pause this episode, think about it. What's the one thing you want to really focus on throughout this conversation? Okay, so the first strategy to help you accomplish your dream. Are you ready? If you're writing this down, taking notes. Number one, ditch perfectionism ditch perfectionism. Perfectionism is a lie and it affects us more than we think. Okay, here's the truth about perfectionism. We have to remove it in order to get started. A lot of times perfectionism will 
take us out before we even get started on our goal. But here's the other thing. Perfectionism not only has to be removed for us to get started, it has to be removed for us to finish. I mean, have you ever started a goal and you didn't finish it? I mean, we can all raise our hand there. We've all done it. And here's the truth about perfectionism. We have to remember that Failure is a part of the process. It doesn't define you. Hitting a wall or hurdles or coming up against friction in your dreams doesn't mean God isn't for your dream. It means you're a human. It means you're a human having a human experience. Welcome to life. There are walls, there are hurdles, there is friction, but that doesn't mean God has left you or abandoned your dream. A lot of time perfectionism wants us to quit. Have you ever heard the phrase, if you aren't going to do it right, don't do it at all, right? I mean, that's what I, I say to my husband sometimes when he loads the dishwasher. I'm like, oh gosh, if you're not going to do it right. But at the end of the day, we have to release control. But that's another story for another day. But this this idea that you have to quit if it isn't perfect is ingrained in us. And I loved the book Finish by John Acuff. He talks about this for so long. Here's a quote from his book. It says, the first lie perfectionism tells you about goals is quit if it isn't perfect. The problem is that perfectionism magnifies your mistakes and minimizes your progress. However, the less people aim for perfect, the more productive they become. Let me repeat that. The less people aim for perfect, the more productive they became. Developing tolerance for imperfection is the key factor in turning a chronic starter into a consistent finisher. How amazing is that? I'm going to repeat that. The first lie perfectionism tells you about goals is quit if it isn't perfect. The problem is that perfectionism magnifies your mistakes and minimizes your progress. However, the less the people aim for perfect, the more productive they became. Developing tolerance for imperfection is the key factor in turning chronic starters into chronic finishers. And that's the whole point of this podcast, guys. I want to help you create your dreams, but not just create them and dream them up. I want you to do it. I want to see you finish. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you walking out who you are called to be in Christ. And here's the thing. We can't walk out our purposes and do all the things and accomplish all the dreams if we're not healthy within. Your inner spirit, your heart is so important. And that's why it's good to focus on personal development, personal growth, self-care. It's not selfish. It gives you the strength to walk out your purpose. You know, if I wasn't taking care of myself, I can't walk out this business and this calling of running a company if I'm not getting sleep, if I'm not taking care of my body, if I'm not taking care of my marriage and my finances. If those areas are lacking, which full disclosure, at any point in my life, one area is always lacking. If there's always a weakness, there's always space for improvement. I'm not trying for perfectionism, but the stronger I am internally and the more connected I am to Christ and to his power and his strength, the better I'm going to be able to serve you and walk out my calling vocationally and walk out my calling as a friend and as a sister in Christ, if that makes sense. So I'm just, I'm very invested in turning you into a finisher and helping you do the heart work internally so that you can walk it out. So in John Acuff's book, 
Finish, which I'll put a link to his book in the show notes. It's a great book. It's also a great audio book if you're an audio fan, which if you're listening to this, you probably are. So in his book, he did a social experiment for 30 days where people took a habit, like I want to lose five pounds or whatever it was. Um, and they all t- decided to do a habit for 30 days. And he noticed that the main day people quit on themselves was, can you guess what it was? Which day it was? Do you think it was day five, day four, day two, day 10. What day in 30 days, what do you think the day was that a lot of people dropped off? It's called day two, guys. It was day two. How sad. So he calls this day the day after perfect. Think about it. And you've probably done this where you start a habit like January 1st, like I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to do the 365 Bible thing or whatever. I'm going to do my lit Bible study with Horatio printing. And you do day one and you're like, yes, I did it. I'm crushing it. This is a new year, new me, new month, new me, whatever. And then day two happens and you forget to do the Bible study. You don't drink the cup of water. You eat three Krispy Kreme donuts. And at that point you say, you know what? Forget it. I'm giving up because if I'm not going to do it right, I shouldn't do it at all. Quit if it isn't perfect. And that is how perfectionism sneaks up and steals your dreams and takes away your habits and keeps you in um, unhealth, whether that's unhealthy in your body or your spirit or your mind or your relationships. I know that's happened with me with my diet. You know, I have one bad choice and then I'm like, forget it. Let's just eat the whole box of cookies, you know? And so what we do to combat the day after perfect is we prepare for it. We know, guess what? I'm a human. I had a human experience and I'm going to give myself grace And I'm going to move forward in grace and I'm going to continue to pursue this habit because there is purpose and meaning behind it. I want to walk out my calling. I want to become the person God has me to be so I can step into my purpose. So that is the day after perfect. And step one is to ditch perfectionism. You have to remember, I am normal and give yourself grace. And this is okay. A lot of time, perfectionism will also create paralysis analysis. And we'll talk more about that in step in part three. But we have to remember that perfectionism is going to keep you stuck. It doesn't help you. And I'm not talking about excellence. It is important to create with excellence. And I think, especially as a Christian entrepreneur, I want everything I put out to be excellent. I think we are called to succeed in life. If you read uh, Joshua chapter one, it says, if you meditate on these words day and night, you will have great success. And God wants you to have success. I'm not talking about just monetary success or whatever. I'm talking about you having success in all areas of your life, in the full wheel, so that you can run your race and walk into the promises of God for your life. Amen? So we have to get a good voice in our head, one that squashes perfectionism when it comes up. We can take every thought captive and say, you know what? That's perfectionism. Here it is. It's trying to take me out. I'm not going to listen to it and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to give myself grace for being human and I'm going to move forward and keep doing the habit that I want to do that's going to make me a better person. All right. So number two, moving on to number two. Number one, ditch perfectionism. Number two is have a flexible timeline for your dreams. Now this is for a specific dream 
And the opposite of it, the reason your plans keep failing is because you have this thing called the planning fallacy. The planning fallacy is basically a fancy term that means as a human, you will naturally underestimate how long it takes to do something. There's been all sorts of scientific research about this um, with different groups. Um, there was one specifically in John Acuff's book, Finish, about a group of college kids, and they had to estimate how long it would take them to finish like a midterm project or a midterm paper of some sort. And even the ones that estimated the most time, they still underestimated how long it takes. And I have a lot of people come to me and say, Polly, I want to print something. I have a prayer journal. I have this, that, and the other I want to create. And they've never printed anything before. And unfortunately, during these printing consultations or small business coaching calls, I have to sit them down and go through the full timeline of creating something. And something like I create the planner, I mean, it takes nine to 10 months. It's like birthing a baby each time we put out one of these new products, like a soap or a planner. We underestimate how long it takes. And I see this in all sorts of business coaching. Like maybe someone wants to build a website or the first time they edit a YouTube video in iMovie and they're like, this is taking so long. Or the first time they're trying to figure out their, their um, branding assets and pick their colors and pick their font and pick how they want their logo to look. They're like, oh my gosh, this is taking way too long. And that's usually when people quit. They say, this isn't for me. It's not flowing and they feel that friction, they feel that wall, they feel that opposition and that the voices start to come in and say, you're not equipped. This is too much for you. You can't handle this. You can't sustain this. And that's when the fear and the doubt comes in. And it's so sad to see it take people out when a lot of times it's just the planning fallacy. Guess what? You've never done something before. Therefore, you didn't know how long it would take. And that's why Having a flexible timeline, being flexible, being planted firmly in what you want to do, but being flexible as it grows, being able to bend and to give yourself grace and go, you know what? This is going to have to launch next year and I'm going to keep sowing into it. I'm going to have the harvest. I'm going to have the fruit, but it's taking a little longer. And when you think about, you know, all these stories of harvest in the Bible, I think Jesus was really intentional with using those stories because guess what? Planting and harvesting takes time. It's not like, you know, when you see one of those time-lapse videos of a flower blooming up and it's like so quick because it's a time-lapse video. Like real growth takes time. And often a lot of the stuff that's happening as a seed sprouts, we can't even see it. It's not even at surface level. When I was starting Horatio Printing, I literally went under a rock and just started building. I didn't tell anybody about it. I was just working on my plans. I was working on my business model. I was working on my product. I was working on my website. None of it was visible. None of it was above ground, but that was a beautiful time. And so whatever dream you're working on, it might not be visible yet. It's not gonna be this instant gratification and that's okay. That is godliness to be patient. That is a fruit of the spirit to be patient, to have endurance as you do something you feel called to do. So just remember as you are getting started on a dream or habit and you're like, oh man, this is like taking way longer than I thought it would. That's not a sign that God isn't for your dream or that your dream is wrong. It's just a sign that you're doing something worthwhile you know, usually good things take time and that's okay if that takes you more time. It's also okay to get help. 
to get support and go, you know what, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm kind of just flailing around, throwing spaghetti against a wall. Maybe I need support. Specifically, if you're trying to launch a small business, you probably need support. And I do have resources for you. If you go to bit.ly slash work with Polly, there's a link in the show notes. Um, you can book a coaching call. I have some courses coming out this year. I mean, the truth is I would love to offer assistance and support and accountability because I think it's important as you pursue a dream to get around people that have done it before. And that's why I'm bringing on all these dreamers onto the podcast so I can interview them, talk to them about how they pursued their dream because that's really important. So just to close, the planning fallacy number two means you really need to have a flexible timeline and it's okay to revisit your original crafted plan and say, okay, we're going to have to change this because it's taking longer than I thought. That's okay. You are normal. Okay, let's move on to number three. Okay, so number three is to get out of your noble hiding place. Noble hiding place. And this is also kind of a sister to the concept of perfectionism because this one is also constructed out of perfectionism. So you're like, okay, what is that? What does that mean? What is a noble hiding place? And this is also a great concept from John Acuff's book, Finish. So I have to give honor where honor is due. He is amazing. So in his book, he talks about noble hiding places. And it's kind of just a fancy term for an excuse, but it basically means an argument we construct that stops us from action. And do you want to know what the most dangerous hiding place is? It's the word until. I can't start blank until I know exactly how to do it. I can't start blank until I have the perfect dream. I can't start my business until I quit my job. And there was an example in John's book where he talks about this woman, Karen, who wouldn't start her blog until she checked in with a copyright lawyer first. She was concerned that her blog would become so successful that someone would steal the content. And I have totally seen this in business coaching where people have a great idea, they're about to run with it, and they go, you know, I just can't start that until fill in the blank. And it's something that sounds like intelligent, like sure, yeah, okay, like that makes sense, but it's really just holding them back from something they are completely already qualified to do. For example, I can't start a business until I get my MBA. That's not true. I mean, that's not a bad thing to get an MBA. I'm not telling you not to get an MBA. I'm just telling you, you don't need one to start a business. I certainly didn't have one. Or someone saying, you know, I want to speak at a women's event or I want to lead a small group. You know what? I feel like I'm not qualified, so maybe I should go to seminary. Well, here's the thing. You can absolutely go to seminary. I'm not saying don't. Um, I'm just saying you don't have to to lead a small group. Like you don't have to do those noble hiding places before you get somewhere. Um, I was just speaking to someone the other day and her mother wants to write a book And she was like, you know, I'm going to start writing, but you know, you're having a baby. So I'm just going to wait. And like, there's just excuse after excuse after excuse, these little hiding places of obligations or whatever that we hide behind because we just are lacking either motivation or there's other underlining fears holding us back from stepping into what we want to do. It's like, like, Karen, who won't start her blog until she's checked in with the copyright lawyer, it's like, Karen, just write. Put something out there. Take the next step. So I just want to challenge you right now to think about what is something you have been hiding on or sitting on and say, you know what? I can't start with blank yet. I have to wait until blank. 
What is that for you? What is something that you feel like you can't start yet because you've been waiting on X, Y, and Z? What is that thing? And is that a noble hiding place? Or can you say, you know what? That's just an excuse I've been having. I really want to help you fight perfectionism this year. So when perfectionism starts knocking, you are ready to say, you know what? I'm going to give myself grace. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to get out of my noble hiding place and get on the court. A lot of times when we have a dream, we just like to talk about it, right? We're in the court. We're not in the court of life. We are in the stands. Like think about it like a basketball game. Sometimes, you know, we just sit in the stands and we talk about what we would do on the court, you know, like, oh, I'd probably pass it there and, and then I'd pass it over here and I'm thinking about this, that, and the other. And that's fine. You're supposed to get counsel. You're supposed to talk about your dreams. It's good to get a coach. It's good to have accountability. It's good to have someone to bounce ideas off of. But at the end of the day, at some point, you got to put the jersey on. You got to get on the court and you got to start dribbling and taking the steps. Okay, so we are more than halfway done. Two more things to help you make your dreams a reality. Number four, number four, you ready for this? Create margin. This is so important. We have to create margin in our lives in order to really harness our creativity because it takes creativity to pursue big dreams. If you have a dream in your heart, you're going to have to figure out a way to creatively create it. And I'm not saying like paint a picture or whatever, which that's fine. If you want to paint a picture, that's your dream. Go for it. That sounds awesome. But you have to creatively think about how you're going to put it into the world or how are you going to creatively craft your schedule to make sure you're going to the gym or you're getting some sort of exercise or crafting your, your day in your life to get all that rest right? Or reading your Bible, insert whatever it is for you. It's so important to create margin because number one, margin is what helps you fuel your creativity. Let's talk about the other things that margin does. Margin also is synonymous with self-care. Having space and freedom and rest and self-care, that is what happens in the margin of life. Having impact happens in the margin of life. If you don't have margin in your wallet, margin in your time, margin in your headspace, you're not going to be able to fully see the promptings of God, the whispers from Holy Spirit that say, hey, I need you to look up right now. See that person? I want you to go talk to them. I want you to go hug them. I want you to go, you know, put your mask on with some hand sanitizer and go talk to them. Whatever it is, this is COVID, so it's a weird time. But margin is really where the juiciness of life is. And so I want you to embrace margin. The thing that stops us from having our plans come to fruition is just trying to do it all. You're trying to do it all in your life. And here's the thing, you can't do it all. John Acuff says in his book, the only way to accomplish a new goal is to feed it your most valuable resource. Time. Time is your most valuable resource. And if you want to accomplish your big dream, you have to, you have to feed it that time. And time is, in, is a finite resource. We don't have all of it and we can't do it all. So here's the thing I want you to think about. Number one, where can I get some help to create more margin? Just recently, um, I hired a group. There's a group in my little town that has a group of college kids and they are hired by the hour to do odd jobs. Well, I got a college kid over here the other day to rake up the leaves. I got a college kid over here to clean the house before the weekend started and it took her about two and a half hours. It was about $45 worth of investment over here. And you know what? 
it was such a joyful spark for me. Like I was able to start the weekend. I had so much margin because the state of my home is also the state of my mind. And let me tell you, my house has been a complete wreck lately. So figure out ways you can get help and have that investment that's gonna lead to more margin, leading to more peace, more time, more space mentally. What resources do you have available to you right now? Outsource, what is a way you can outsource? Another way to build margin is through boundaries. And I'm gonna do another episode on boundaries, but one of the big boundaries I just set up in my life, thanks to Stephanie Gass, shout out to Steph Gass, she's awesome, is deleting my social media apps on the weekend. Yep, I did it and I wanna do it for the rest of the year because let me just tell you, it is life-giving. It felt like going on a vacation. Let me just tell you, if you wanna gift yourself something amazing, hire a housekeeper on Friday while you're at work and and then come home at four o'clock and delete your social media and just enjoy your home, enjoy your family and unplug. And let me tell you, it's it's that's like a vacation. That's as close as you're going to get to a vacation right there. Boundaries are just so important for creating that margin because that's also a space where you're going to find more creativity. Like I was saying before, this weekend I deleted my apps and guess what? I had margin to be present with my daughter. I had margin to tell when she needed to go to the bathroom. We're working on potty training right now, but if I had been buried in my phone, I wouldn't have seen that. I dove into an art project and then she got her crayons out and we started finger painting together and we did this whole fun painting hour and that wouldn't have happened if I was still stuck in my typical routine of being distracted by my phone. So that's a big one and I want to challenge you with that. Get off your phone. Create a boundary for yourself. Try it this weekend. Try it whenever you're listening to this. Go, you know what? I'm just going to delete my phone, My not my phone, delete my app off my phone for the night and see what happens. Like reconnect with your spouse, call someone on the phone, fill that space, fill that space, fill that margin with something that you are working towards and dreaming for. Okay, so that is number four, build margin. You can build margin through getting help, through outsourcing, and through eliminating distractions. Number five, the last one, the last tip to help you accomplish your dreams is time management which is a big thing that I talk about here on the podcast. I have an episode called Designing Your Power Day, Designing Your Power Week, where I really go into this in detail. But if you don't tell your day where you want it to go, if you don't tell your week where you want it to go, you'll wonder where it went. It's the same thing for your budget too. If you don't tell your money where to go and where where it's supposed to be spent, you'll end up with zero dollars and you're like, where did all the money go? You have to have a plan. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And I want to see you win. So with time management, we have to look at our finite time and say, what is my main intentions for the day? I like to write down my three intentions for the day. And then I draw these little boxes, each representing 25 minutes. And I fill those up with specific tasks. That is how I go about time blocking. I'm going to do another episode really detailed on time blocking um, in a few episodes coming out. But for now, the beginning, the gist of it is to have a specific time blocked out and really try to go into airplane mode, removing distractions, one core focus, one tab open, and just give it your all. And don't have that time block be too large. Like if I'm working on one specific thing, like For example, recording this podcast, I'm going to set aside a 25 minute block to work on this. And then after that 25 minute block, I'm going to stand up, 
move my legs, move my body, check on my phone. Okay, did anyone text me anything on fire? Okay, go back into another 25 minute block. That breaking it up like that really helps me because I feel like you can do anything for 25 minutes, right? So if you want more support on time management, time blocking, go to my episode, how to create a power week and how to create a power day. And those are my five resources to help you really go from dream to done with your dreams. I want to see you win. And these are the five reasons your plans keep failing. It's because of perfectionism, the planning fallacy, your honorable, noble hiding places, not having any margin and not having proper time management. If you install proper time management, adding more margin through boundaries and outsourcing, getting out of your noble hiding place, embracing the planning fallacy and giving yourself grace through that and through perfectionism, you are going to see tremendous, massive results. And that's what I want for you, friend. Let me just close this out in prayer today. Father God, thank you so much for the person listening to this podcast. God, thank you for their soul and for the dreams and the plans that you have for them, God. We just ask in Jesus' name that you will bless our day, bless our hearts, God, and just speak to us. Speak clarity on what we need to outsource, what we need to remove, what boundaries we need in our life, God, so that we can live for you, become who you've called us to become, and walk into the fullness of the purpose that you have for us, Father. We love you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 30-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media. I just want to thank you in advance for helping to advance this mission. Now, if you need a planner, I got you. Now is the time to grab your 2021 Dream Planner and make your dreams a reality. Head over to HoratioPrinting.com, that's H-O-R-A-C-I-O Printing.com. Use the code DREAM15, that's DREAM15, to get 15% off your planner. Yay! I'm excited for you to get serious about your dreams. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved, and I truly believe the best is yet to come.